three nerds created a little independent wrestling podcast that could, but over time, that podcast has grown into not just covering wrestling, but all things under the nerd rainbow. From Marvel to the Muppets, from Frank Sinatra to Count Chocula, from Mickey Mouse to CM Punk. Now, here is some combination of Chad, Zach, and Luna as we welcome you to the IndyCast. All nerd, all the time, exclusively on the Welcome back to Fuck Bobby Flay. Hey! It's burger time. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Burger time. (laughs) Time to beat the meat. There it is. There There it is. I couldn't come up with anything for Iron Chef. I'm like, ah, Iron Iron Dick Chef? Queef. Uh, Anyway, um, hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to the IndieCast. Yeah. Uh, This is the second half of the. Julia Child's memorial invitational invitational Julia Child invitational invitational Uh, child tater tot (laughs) tournament of champions uh, where we're going to be going down the list here and deciding which chefs either a have made the most significant impact pop culturally Mm -hmm. or b we we want to get bent over the the cutting board and have them just fuck us up the butt. Oh wow! Um, I mean, wow, just filthy. I am actually. You're right. I am going to start writing that sexy novel okay, with that kind of wording that I just threw out oh, there. Oh, it didn't um, make more sense because I was going to say bent over the grill, but then I was like, that would. That's hurt. dangerous. Well, when it's off. That's that's gross. I mean, you would hope. Even yeah. if it's cooled down, it's still going to be gritty and shit, and like. Not if you charcoal. clean it like Gordon Ramsay does. Wow. Okay. Gonna yeah, have to clean this grill kitchen. before I get butt fucked. Great. Anyway. Jeez. <laughs> uh, so Chad is our uh, tournament Gordon, master for the episode. Gordon Ramsay's. Gordon Ramsay's going to use you to clean it. That's how he's, okay, that's how well, it happens. I mean, okay. Real nasty. Uh, so Chad is our tournament leader here. He's running through these combinations of TV and famous chefs. And Luna and I are just are flailing about and trying to figure out <laughs> who's who. And does anybody ring a bell? Um, well, I so, think, again, I think we've eliminated a lot of the people you probably don't know. I think for the most part, we've got this down to people that you guys are fully aware of. So you're I sounding think, very confident and I'm I very not confident. So we're going to see how this goes. So. We're going to see which one of us is right and which one of us is yes handing. Yeah. So, yeah. well, let's start right at the top. Uh, the battle of the hair guy, Fieri, uh, taking on Ann Burrell. Oh shit. Okay. Oh, it is the battle of the hair. Damn. Um, it's gotta be guy Fieri though. I mean, like, the man officiated like 300 gay weddings or something that's like true. that. Yeah. That's true. Um, and she tricked us because she looks like she should have great lesbian hair, but she's straight. Right. Yep. So uh, I feel like I fear he takes I mean, it could, for the LGBT could mafia. Be, could be bi in theory. We don't that's know. True. That's, well, that's true. That's true. Yeah, we don't know. I'm not going to judge because we don't know. But um, uh, at least we know that Papa Fieri is confirmed for the Alphabet Mafia. So that's true. That. Um. I was thinking about it in terms of like shows on the Food Network, mm-hmm. but I think Fairy's got her beat. Oh, he's uh, got like fifty shows yeah. and diners, Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons and Dives has been on the air for like a million years. <clears throat> you know, a lot longer than you think it has been too. I mean, that show really has been on for fucking ever now. Uh, so I guess we're giving it to Papa Fieri then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Feed me attendee. Uh. <laughs> Let's move our way down from there. Uh, the pioneer woman, Reed Drummond, a.k.a. the lady that looks like one of my ex-girlfriends, uh, taking on fuck, fuck Bobby Flay. Oh, fuck Bobby Flay. <laughs> fuck. Cooking Reba or Bobby Flay? That's, uh, that's right. I would take, oh, you know who's not on this list? Who's a very famous chef? Fucking Remy the Rat. Oh, that's true. Because I was true. like, I would Neither take Remy I. over Bobby Flay. And then I was like, wait a minute, I would take Remy over Bobby Flay. I would just take an actual rat over Bobby Flay. <laughs> They're very <laughs> Like, it's not, even, it's not even like Chuck E. Cheese. It's not even cooking shit for me. It's yeah. just squeaking and very alarmed. And I'd be like, well, I mean, let's see where this goes. Yeah, they might be able to forage you at something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, Jesus, I don't know. It's like between, like, do I want to eat a bag of shit or do I want to eat... 
a redheaded bag of shit. Where were you going is the bigger question. <laughs> well, I think the difference is time frame. Because Bobby Flay was a big deal, but Pioneer Woman is a big deal now. Mm. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that, but okay. I still think Bobby Flay might be the bigger deal of the two of them. But... Really? Because uh, to me, yeah. Bobby Flay is like a, he's like a husband. Well, Bobby Flay is like still making TV shows and shit like that, but, That's true. but like yeah. Pioneer Woman he's... is the entire culinary section of a Walmart now. Like that's yeah. just it. So she's making her money. Get that money, yeah. I don't know, this one's tough. I think I got to give it to Bobby Flay, mm -hmm. just because I'm still not 100% sure that Pioneer Woman has actually ever been a chef. <laughs> I I feel like... Well, the thing is, that it didn't attribute her as a chef. It said that she's like a, a blogger, blogger and, and cookbook author. Like, yeah. just because Which you, you can would write down a recipe doesn't chef, mean you can make it. But it also feels kind of like Airbud rules, like yeah. that nobody asked specifically if she was a chef. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Bobby Flay, even though I want to punch him in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, we'll have to go as fucking Bobby Flay. Can't wait till somebody beats him. Fuck, uh, might be next round. We'll see. Uh, next one, Emerald Lagasse uh, takes on Iron Chef Cat Cora. Poor cat, but it's got to be Emerald. Uh, bam. Yeah. I mean, yeah. everybody once in their life has taken a pinch of some kind of seasoning and went, like real quietly yeah. into a dish, mm -hmm. like or not so quietly, yeah. or in, the, in my parents' house, very not so quietly. Yeah, yeah. Because they definitely had the actual like prepackaged emerald seasoning that you could fucking nice. the the emerald seasoning one he, the, that he made that was like his special seasoning that he used to put on everything actually was really good. I used to buy that too. So all right, all right. So we're all yeah, you know, sharing secrets. Yeah. Good. So emerald quickly advances. Uh, next round, uh, Swedish chef uh, takes on uh, my favorite old chef, Justin Wilson. Oh, Grandpa Wilson, I'm sorry. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. Yeah, the warpath of Bork Bork Bitch continues. Yeah. Like, it's got to be <laughs> yeah. the Swedish chef. Yeah, yeah, definitely the Swedish chef. The warpath of Bork Bork Bitch. That's hysterical. Well, speaking as a quick aside. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I have recently fallen down the rabbit hole of Kermit voice actor TikTok. Oh, I love that. Okay. That there's a whole thing about, like, the chosen one mm -hmm. that Jim Henson, like, bestowed yeah, yeah, yeah. Kermit onto. And then they fired him. And then him. Disney fired him because he would argue with them about, mm -hmm. like, changes that they wanted to make. They had written some storyline where... Kermit had to lie to his nephew, Robin. Kermit would never lie. And that was yeah. the voice actor's thing was like, Kermit would never lie, though. Yeah. And they were like, well, he asked him for the fucking show. And he was like, no, he would never lie. And they were like, you know what? Fuck you, you're fired. But the thing that I found out was the first Muppet that he ever worked on was Rizzo the Rat, mm -hmm. which is why Rizzo the Rat is no longer doing Muppet shit on, like, Disney projects. Now it's... um. The prawn. The, um, oh, yeah, Pepe. the Pepe. Pepe yeah. That's why Pepe is, like, kind of the Rizzo role now. Oh, yeah, because in Muppets on Mansion, it was Pepe. Pepe it instead of Rizzo. Been Rizzo. It should have been Rizzo. Yeah. They don't really use Rizzo anymore because the voice actor guy got fired. Oh, that hmm. sucks. Yeah. Interesting. And also, the vegetables talk and shit like that before the chef cooks them. So there's that. There's, there is that, yeah, that everything is sentient, and that's kind of fucked up in a really odd way. Yeah. Well, in the beginning of Muppet Christmas Carol, when the one, like, yeah, the head yeah, of lettuce yeah. gets stolen, he's like, ah, I'm being stolen, help me, help me! I'm like, this is a, there's a, there's a Twilight Zone episode here that I, I can't get into. Right <laughs> well, now. also on a side note of Kermit. A side note. Yeah, on the side note of the side note of Kermit voice actor TikTok, um, I'm also on Elmo is gone fucking feral TikTok, and it's my favorite thing ever. Well, I forgot that Emerald, Emerald, uh, Emerald Lagasse, <laughs> the Muppet. Uh, Emerald, Emerald Lagasse is gone feral. <laughs> yeah, gone feral. He's bamming everything. Um, that I forgot that Elmo has like a late night talk show now. And that's where, like... Oh, is that where all this madness is coming from? A lot of it. Oh, okay. Like, like the when he was doing the cooking thing, yeah. and he said balsamic vinegar, that's balsamic a big word. Vinegar. That's a big word yeah. for Elmo. It's because he has, like, a Jimmy Fallon show, 
and they brought on like a celebrity so chef. Like what wild ass press tour is Elton no, doing? Yeah, because he's got a late night show on some show. streaming service. That's adorable. Yeah. And I fucking love I'm it. Assuming it was, it's gotta be on Disney Plus, doesn't it? I would it? imagine. But they do it just like a real show. Like an actual Aww. celebrity would come out and sit on a couch and Elmo like interviews them yeah. and all that shit. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's where a lot of those good, weird good. sounds are coming from. But then also, yeah, there was a I saw a clip from I guess Sesame Street. And there was a Muppet who was just being an annoying piece of shit. The block of cheese? Maybe. Because the block of cheese is yelling, and Elmo literally, like, bites it, rips the puppet off the guy's hand. Oh, no, that was, that was something else that oh. I keep seeing that, like, uh, people giving the definition of, like, the Kubrick stare. Oh, yeah. And, and it's, it's just attributed Elmo. to Elmo because he's just staring into the camera yeah. as this other Muppet's being really annoying. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's been a weird renaissance for Elmo all of a sudden. And sure Elmo's probably yeah. seen the Swedish chef behind the scenes. So He's probably seen him naked. He's probably seen the Swedish chef's <laughs> dick or whatever. So, uh, we're going to the Swedish that's chef. That's just how yeah. my brain works. And then I have to say it out loud. And Good. I'm like, wow, I shouldn't tell people that that's how my brain works. But he's yeah. definitely seen the Swedish chef naked. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that's why he gets to advance. <laughs> well, next <laughs> next round, uh, uh, Luna's possible dad, Wolfgang Puck, uh, taking on Luna's daddy, Anthony Bourdain. Oh no! Oh, this is too good. Oh god, it's dad versus daddy issues. What yeah. are we gonna do? Yeah. Puck. Wolfgang oh. Puck does have like a charming. Dad aura? Yes, ethnic chef aura to him. Yeah. Um, but daddy, it's Anthony but Bourdain. But then, yeah, Anthony Bourdain did have a heroin addiction, so that's pretty cool. Mm. <laughs> Just fucking choke me out while you're making soup or something, dude. Okay, like, it's fine. Well, that's great. Um, while you're making soup or Choke something. me out while you're making soup or something. Well, I had to think of something that wouldn't be, like, two-hand intensive. Like, you yeah, can't, can't, like, saute something yeah, while you're be, choking me out. He can't, like, be, he can't be rolling the silverware. Right. Be, you know, uh, yeah. um, <laughs> choke her while you're making soup, then bang her over the, bang her over the grill. Exactly. Because, like, you could stir with one hand and then it choke with the other. You know, so you could multitask, right? Sure. Yeah. I'm not going to judge. Okay. I'm not king-shaming your weird cooking yeah. fetish well anything else would require too much attention if you're like sauteing or like scrambling you've got egg something and, yeah. on a walk like you've yeah. got to pay attention to that i need you to pay attention to me got it so uh if we're done with that <laughs> uh are we going with anthony bourdain or are we going with wolfgang of course we're going with anthony bourdain okay anthony bourdain right. it is <laughs> so anthony bourdain moves on uh, can talk take multiple the- restaurants all over the world Tied to a theme park, but you know what? This other guy's dick might be pretty big, so we're just gonna go with that. <laughs> might be. How dare you? It definitely know. was. Uh, next round. Uh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Bit. I like I like I like, uh, I like uh, Chad out on stage as narrator. Like, <clears throat> uh, well, uh, the next uh, one. Uh, the next one. Uh, <laughs> the next one is. The Barefoot Contessa, Ida Garden. Your favorite. T- taking on, yeah, yeah, fuck her. Taking on uh, Chef Boyardee. Oh, thank God. This is what we came here for. This is what we came well, here we for. We know Chef Boyardee will beat the Barefoot Contessa out of the water. Yeah, so, clearly. Like, fuck clearly. that bitch. Um, I just, yeah, I, I feel like we need to find out some kind of, like, facts about Chef Boyardee. Well, Chef Boyardee also, like, MVP of intellectual property-themed pasta. True. Because they had, like, the Spongebob one. There was TMNT. They, they did pasta. sign some like, pretty good, uh, you know, deals. If you like a show, you can fucking eat it. <laughs> I swear like I it? don't drink before we Wait record, but I feel like it <laughs> Wait, would be hold worse on. if I did. Hold on. What? On CTV News, which I don't know what the fuck that is, uh-huh. Anna Boyardee, oh. the great-granddaughter of Chef Boyardee shared recipes for fettuccine with pesto and Southern Italian style rigatoni with roasted tomatoes. That sounds delightful. Yes, but also I would love if one of the ingredients was actual Chef Boyardee. I feel right? like that has to be the contractual like, obligation. She's like, oh, you know, I really like to cook the, the fettuccine and my favorite noodle to use is canned spaghetti. Ugh. <laughs> it's like literally in her like will yeah. in his will to, for her to inherit Every anything that she has to include it has to have yeah. chef in it 
She's just crying as she's dumping the can into a pot. <laughs> Good for Chef Boyardee. I love that his name was actually Boyardee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They spell the name phonetically to keep American tongues from twisting on the Italian pronunciation. Because we probably sure like would Boyardee have. or something like that. Because we as Americans would have completely butchered his name if we didn't oh. spell it out the way we did. 100%. All right, so here's the real reason why Chef Boyardee is advancing. Mm-hmm. While working in West Virginia, Boyardee directed the catering for President Woodrow Wilson's second marriage in Amazing. There you go. <laughs> Fuck you, Barefoot Contessa. You ain't done shit. They just had canned spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> he, just, he catered it. <laughs> it's a catered affair. Everyone got their own can to walk around with. It was very classy. We made a, we bought a mini ravioli. <laughs> Every can has like a little bow tie on it. Exactly. <laughs> can we get married again so we can have Chef Boyardee? Do you have any idea how not surprised my parents would be? <laughs> <laughs> if we ever renew our vows. And they're, they're like, oh, uh, would you like a plate for the Chef Boyardee bar? They'd be like, that is the least surprising thing I've ever heard. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just keep it simmered, it'd be fine. Yeah, and the little fucking catering trays with the little sternos. Yeah. Yeah, little sterno cans underneath yeah. to keep it yeah. warm. Yeah, exactly. Um, so many raviolis. So many tiny raviolis. Oh, love it. I'm quickly googling, uh, is there such a thing as a Chef Boyardee charcuterie board? Uh, I'm sure there is. Um, right, so what the fuck is even the show anymore? I've know, lost the I'm plot. So sorry. Uh, next round, Rachel Ray takes on, I don't even know, this isn't even fair, Gordon Ramsay. Oh, thank God. Oh. We can get Rachel Ray off the board. Yeah, sorry, Rachel. Your cat food sucks, uh, yeah. and Gordon Ramsay's the shit. Um, do you have a particular favorite moment from any of the Kitchen Nightmares that you've watched from over my shoulder? Well, I mean, we've watched some Kitchen Nightmares, but I feel like I've watched a lot. Well, I don't know, because I'd say it's probably equal parts Kitchen Nightmares and, and Hell's, Hell's Kitchen. Kitchen. Yeah, because yeah. we watched a shitload of There's a Kitchen. channel on Pluto TV that, like, just plays Hell's Kitchen and Kitchen Nightmares. Oh, so good. Um, I love when he... Okay, so the Dumpy brothers who own the, the pizza, Italian yeah. the pizza place where they decide to make homemade meatballs, and he calls him a wet noodle. That was pretty yes. good. Um, and then as a general internet meme, the where's the lamb sauce? Is oh, of course. Like, lamb sauce, ta- ta- the idiot sandwich, like, yeah. obviously. Um... Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Yeah, like just mm. getting everybody out of the kitchen is always a 10 out of 10. Um, I Uh-oh. can't talk about that. I already said too much fucked up shit. I'm good. No. We'll save it for the next round because he's, <laughs> he's moving true. forward. He's coming back. He is. Yes. I'm keeping uh, Chef Wear D facts open just in case. Good, so. And uh, and Gordon Ramsay gets to take on uh, the winner of this round, which is Alton Brown versus Duff yeah. Goldman. Ooh. Oh, fucking Alton Brown all day. Good I don't know, man. In terms of pop culture, like Ace of Cakes or whatever the fuck has like definitely sold out pretty hard. Alton Brown. Good eats. Big bad Alton Brown. Yeah. Baddest chef in the whole damn town. Thank you. It's Alton Brown. So what was it about early Bill Nye the Science Guy era good eats Alton Brown that really hooked you? Because obviously it's easy to jump on the bandwagon now that he's fucking culinary Lex Luthor. No, of course. In the old in the old days, what was it really that hooked you? Well, honestly, that's really it. Like I never watched Bill Nye in school for whatever reason. Like my teachers just had a weird vendetta against that, I guess. Um so Did like you I don't watch have Beekman's World? No, none of that. So oh, I, I didn't even get the great value brand. Any of the nostalgia for that, but I got it with Good Eats. Cause like he was always making something cool or interesting, and I loved the like science behind it and telling you the history of a thing yeah totally or like hey here's why this is made like this or here's why you should do it this way because you know whatever the fuck it is xyz like the one episode he talked about uh uh skewers what's the word for that kebabs kebabs yeah and it was like you should cook the meat separately from the veggies because they cook differently so like your veggies are going to be way overdone by the time the meat's done. Like, fucking just shit like that that you're like, well, yeah, obviously, but my dumb ass but is the still going to stack You go them. with the aesthetic. You, you go fucking, with the aesthetic. Oh, yeah. they're alternating. No, who fucking cares? Yeah, cook them separately and then re-kebab it if you want to. Like, yeah, exactly. Whatever. Um, but I just love, like, weird fun facts like that. And, like, it was interesting and, like, Alton's great because he's really funny and he's got, like, a really odd sense of humor, which I've always appreciated. Um and obviously, once he got into, like, hosting the shows and then took his fantastic heel turn, which we discussed prior, like, just 10 out of 10. Like, good for Alton. Okay. Yeah. I always I used know. to love the very, uh, the very, um, 
community filmed community theater cooking show, which is what it what it felt like at the beginning. Yeah. Um, I always really enjoyed that because it reminded me a lot of my theater company back in uh, back in D.C. Uh, just a lot of the things that he would kind of do, you know, because it's like we have no budget. And so we're going to like we're going to put together a whole thing on, uh, you know, on yeast and we're going to make it out of we're going to do it completely out of fucking sock puppets and you're yeah. going to go along with it. And that I don't know. I always love that shit. So. And it, it was, I'd say, pretty influential because, you know. Like, look at the, um, I don't, I guess it's like the master class or whatever mm-hmm. with like, but so many of the non yelling Gordon Ramsay shows are built like a fancier version of good eats where like, he's making the dish with you, but he's also explaining the dish and like where yeah. it comes from and why does this flavor work with this flavor? Like Alton Brown really did sort of pave the way for the, like, here's not equal just how to make food it, and education. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because there was a lot of cooking shows, obviously, that are just like, hey, here's how to make this thing. Or, like, here's a fancy thing. But you can make it at home. But, like, you said the actual education part of it. Like, yeah, hell yeah. I'm so sorry that Wolfgang Puck was not there to raise you and that you never got to watch Bill Nye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why. That's clearly why. Because Wolfgang would have really championed for Bill Nye. That's true. He's a big Disney sellout. So, yeah, he definitely would have. But, uh, you know how... Do you know how old I feel? The science show I remember when I was a kid. Mr. Wizard? Mr. Wizard. Yeah. Yeah, you're about to turn into dust. What's the next matchup? <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, okay, it gets real interesting now in this round. Uh, Guy Fieri. Oh, boy. Taking on Bobby Flay. Oh, oh fuck you, fuck. Bobby Flay. Thank End God. of the line, Bobby! Yeah, he literally only got this far by fucking default. Like, yeah. just because there was... Th- he got lucky. He got very lucky. And he will be completely destroyed. The fuck out of here. By yeah. the shadow of Guy Fieri. Which I feel like Bobby Flay is like the anti-Fieri. He's just very, like, cocky and confident and very, like, who can beat me on a show? Like, who can beat me at making a cheeseburger Judged by judges that I've picked for the show. Right. right. That I'm paying them. Judged by my friends. Right. Um, whereas Guy Fieri's just like, you deep fry a fucking sock? Totally awesome. Let me try that. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> shit. Like, yeah, because, okay. like, Guy's always down for whatever, even if he's like, that's probably not the way I'd do it. But, like, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And, like, you know. I Here's the thing is, no joke, I absolutely see myself in Guy Fieri. In terms of like, well, if he didn't wear, if he wore pattern shirts instead of flame shirts, it would just be you. Um, but no, specifically, in the, like, uh, the diners, drive-ins, and dives, when he's in the kitchen with them, yeah, that is the part that I see me in. Oh, I just thought it was because you live for like bomb and pop dives. I do, mm-hmm. but like. It doesn't matter, like you said before, it doesn't matter if he would make it the Mm -hmm. same way or if it's something he's tried before or something he likes or doesn't like. Mm -hmm. The amount that he hypes up the person making it, that's what I see. Yeah, his enthusiasm is like always at 110%. He's like, oh, and then what do you do with the cutlet? And they're like, we're probably going to tenderize it. And he's like, oh, you fucking do it, daddy. Do that shit. Like, just, he's such a great hype man for people who are just like not ready for TV in most cases. Mostly they're just like, Oh, well, we're gonna yeah. we're gonna put the seasoning on the cutlet next. The, oh, what's in that seasoning though? Oh, a lot of spices. It's been this way for fifty years. You don't fucking mess with perfection, man. That's what I'm fucking talking about here. Like, just <laughs> his just he's he knows what his role is. Like, yeah. he's like, look, you're just a regular dude. You're flipping burgers in this mom and pop establishment. Don't worry about being the personality. I got it. So he is the Paul Heyman of exactly. Chefs. Yeah. He's the Paul Heyman of of mom and pop chefs. Good. And then he'll have a bite of whatever the fuck it is. Like, oh, here's some... Yeah, whatever. And then, yeah, just seeing a grown man just ejaculate on the Food Network over whatever it is. (laughs) Oh, it's a pancake sandwich. Well, let me try a bite of that. Oh! Like, that's... Yes. That's what I'm here for. That is is not mayonnaise. He's... he's Exactly. He leaves a little bit of him everywhere he goes. God. It is so glazed to remember Fieri by. <laughs> when he comes to the restaurant, he just gives you a little jar of cum at the end. Hey, like, hey there you go. Like, what the fuck? I'm so it's sorry. From regard, uh, <laughs> this is uh, from regards to Flavor Country. Flavor Country. He's flavor. He's a Marlboro man now. Okay. Anyway, uh, next <laughs> round, uh, Emeril Lagasse takes on the Swedish chef. 
That is what I'm talking about here, kids. I need this as a Mortal Kombat mod. Mm -hmm. I feel like they would be such a good tag team, though. Like, well, the the Bam and Bork connection, yeah. Bam and Bork, yeah. yeah. Bam and Bork connection. <sighs> so here's the here's the thing, mm -hmm. like, both obviously big in pop culture. Yeah. I would obviously give the longevity to the Swedish Chef. Clearly, yeah. But also, Emeril Lagasse, main character, Swedish chef, side character. Not in my heart. Yeah. I, well, maybe not in your heart, but in the TV shows and movies. I know. Well, and obviously, like, the knee-jerk reaction is, oh, fucking course, Swedish chef. But then you're like, well, absurdity aside, I just shelve that for a second. Right. Like, how good of he, how good of an actual chef was he? Like, we don't know. True, we don't know. Burger to burger. Yeah. Also racist, is it? Like, it's one of those things we all just sort of accept, but yeah. also, like, hey, if this was, like, I'm not going to even give, like, a full example because I'm going to get canceled. Yeah. But, like... If this were literally any other if this was nationality. Like, yeah, exactly. If this was, like, a different nationality and it was doing well, here's a very cartoonish voice for it, you would be like, hey, this shit ain't ever going to fly. Here's the difference. In Aristocats, they've retconned the Siamese cats. Very true. We have not retconned the Swedish chef, but like, is that because, because the, the Swedes, Swedes are, are too cool? nice? Like, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like, the Swedes are just down for it. They're like, yeah, Hergen Bergen, like, Schmerkadurka. Like, you know, they, they they've actually the voiced joke? a lot of yeah. complaints over the years, but the letters all just say, Hergen Bergen, and they're like, I don't, <laughs> the lawyers are like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> we started with judging them. Then we came around and we're in the same fucking boat as they are. That's yeah, how we came back around. It's the exact same thing the Muppets are. Yep. They just keep writing letters. They just keep writing letters. And, and the Disney lawyers are like, I don't fucking know what this says. Oh, my God. Uh, so, I don't know. Is it Emerald or the Swedish Chef? I don't know. Oh, my God. I'm literally crying. Oh. I would say that at the height, I would give it to Emerald. Because in yeah. his heyday, he was haying. Like, that was, he was the guy. Like No, agreed. Like, the Swedish chef has never really had his moment in the sun besides just general Muppetdom. But, like, yeah. there's never been, like, oh, he's got to get his own movie. Like, it's the Swedish chef. And he has, unfortunately, a one-note joke. And so, therefore, yeah. it's difficult to kind of write something more interesting for him. Um, And I'd say because of the success of Emerald, that's kind of where the Food Network, I think, really sort of took off. Because yeah, I remember 100%. them just playing him fucking constantly. Um, so, uh, unfortunately, the Swedish chef has not launched a network on his own, and Emerald right. kind of did. So I'm going to give it to Emerald. I'm voting for Emerald. You can vote for Swedish chef if you'd like. Is he not um, the brains behind the cafe at Ikea? Like, was that not? I feel like that was somehow even more racist. <laughs> like, I feel like we were kind of playing around in the pool a little bit. <laughs> And now I feel like we're gonna get we're gonna get a letter. Just cannonballed right in. Yeah. <laughs> but it's IKEA, you gotta love it. The meatballs and the We're not asking about IKEA. Like in very yeah, but <laughs> Yeah, and also I happen to love Popeye's chicken, which is Louisiana fast, and Lagasse from Louisiana. So if we're just gonna be attributing things that are kind of from the same area to these chefs, we're gonna be here all fucking I night. I feel like that's legit though, like why not? We're not doing like a, a state or country culture war. Yeah, there. he represents the entire state of Louisiana. <laughs> he represents all of crawfish, yeah. actually. <laughs> I'm voting he for King Crawfish. He can actually command crawfish with, with his, yes. his powers. Yeah, it's like he's Aquaman. A, he's a portly Aquaman from Louisiana. <laughs> uh, I'm voting for King Crawdaddy. All right, I'll um, King Crawdaddy. But you can, you can vote Swedish Chef, no, we can leave it to chat. Right. Because you're right, he is a he's not the main character, but Emerald definitely is. Okay, so uh, tough battle. Begrudgingly, Emerald Lagasse. Emerald Lagasse moves on. Uh, so here's a very interesting battle: Bourdain or Boyardee. Oh my oh, god! No. The alliteration. Oh, that's so good. I will just say, at, during his heyday, Chef Boyardee was the nation's largest importer of Parmesan cheese at the time. Oh, nice. Awesome. Good for them. 
And that during uh, World War II, the military literally commissioned Chef Boyardee to make rations for the soldiers. Aw, that's awesome. Here's to another war hero. Yeah, Chef Boyardee. Quality foods. That's awesome. Yeah, just sending a fucking box of spaghetti to the troops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Boyardee closed his plant to civilian production and turned to making meals for the troops, which included his own son, Mario, who was a sharpshooter in the U.S. Army. He kept his plant open 24 hours a fucking day and would become the largest supplier of rations during the war. Holy shit. That's bananas. His son, there's, a statue of, there's a statue of Chef Boyardee in Omaha, Nebraska. Aw, so there you go. Some fun facts about Chef Boyardee. Luna, Luna has heard all of it and is probably still voting for Anthony Bourdain, by the way. Yep. Well, I mean, like, big props to Chef Boyardee. Did not know. Like, awesome that he was, you know, down to clown for that. But uh, Anthony Bourdain. So one of those things we were kind of talking about Um he uh, Anthony Bourdain got started as a dishwasher, which mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of chefs started, you know, in, in the starting, you know, whatever. But you really kind of got that from from Bourdain, that like, obviously, wherever he started was not forgiving because mm-hmm. you can tell there's a tough upbringing in in the actual cooking world. Also, apparently, Bourdain made his television debut on someone who did not appear on this list. Molto Mario. Did he really? He was a dinner guest on one of the episodes. Wild. I did not I and did he, not know that. And did not speak the entire time because he would have been like, hey, Molto Mario, you fat fuck. You're co- you're overcooking the pasta. <laughs> so Zach, what is what is your vote? You've got a tough one here. Bourdain or Boyardee? Oh, it's Boyardee for me all day. Are you fucking? Oh. Uh, guess what? Anthony Bourdain never helped out with goddamn World War II, okay? But he did. Hold on. I'm reading oh the wiki page. Um, let's see. Hold on. There was According to Wikipedia, was really he did have a pretty good hog. All right. Well, there you go. Yeah, basically. That takes big. Um, Shit. Where the hell did I just see that? There was something that was really cool about the show. Okay, so in 2012, Bourdain was awarded an honorary Clio Award, which is given to individuals who are changing the world by encouraging people to think differently. He also received an Emmy for Outstanding Informational Programming in 2007 because there was a Baru episode of No Reservations, which documented the experience of him and the crew during the 2006 Israel-Lebanon conflict. Okay, okay. That's close. He's gotten Webby Awards for a lot of his writing. Creative Arts Emmy Award for Outstanding Cinematography on Nonfiction Programming. All right. I'm still voting for Chef Boyardee. She's voting for Anthony Bourdain. Ew. Chad, you got to be the tiebreaker. You want a Peabody Award? I mean, I do love me some some Chef Boyardee, especially the mini raviolis, and you're right. You did a lot, but... I, I gotta go. I, I have his poster up. I have to go Anthony Bourdain. I'm just saying, Anthony Bourdain never worked with the fucking big red machine, Kane. That's all. That's I'm true. But Drew McGarry and column for GQ published on the day of Bourdain's death reflected that Bourdain was heir in spirit to Hunter S. Thompson. I absolutely agree. And Sicilian Magazine declared Bourdain the original rock star of the culinary world. So good for him. I will definitely agree that he was like the chef equivalent of Hunter S. Thompson. Yes, hundred percent. So, okay, guys, here's a here's another tough one for you. Here, this could have been a this could have been a final in any arena in the country. Gordon Ramsay or Alton Brown. Oh fuck! Oh god damn! <clears throat> daddy versus Daddy tonight. Well, you know my vote is for is for Gordon. Yeah. I feel like Alton has longevity, though. Like, maybe, but Gordon Ramsay also didn't start in America because mm-hmm. there's like two no, or three seasons yeah. of Kitchen Nightmares 
that was just the British version. Which are just adorably pleasant. Um, they really are. They're, it's so funny. To, if you ever get the chance to watch the difference between the British Kitchen Nightmares and the, the Fox American one, it is night and day. Well, and it's so funny because predominantly for the British ones, it's just like, hey, you should really be using local produce or like, why aren't you sourcing your stuff locally? Like, this should all be really fresh. But in America, it's like, well, you're an asshole, clearly. That's, That's why your restaurant's failing, is... which granted, typically they are. But, yeah. like, it's just, yeah, man, if you do that, like, you're kosher. Like, that's always the Yeah, the, biggest the difference criticism. is, you know, with the British one, it's like, well, you know, we started cutting corners because there was a lot of competition. And so, you know, some of our stuff is, is frozen now. And Gordon's like, oh, you, you can't ever let the quality slide. That's mm -hmm. the, you can't ever do that as a chef. And you're like, oh, in the American one, it's like, yeah, we're a fucking Bruno sub shop, and my uncle Bruno owns it, and for some reason, he always takes a bite out of every sandwich before we let it out on the window. I don't know why. And, like, that's the fucking episode. He licks all the plates. I don't he know. Yeah. He farts on the customers when they walk in the door. Gordon, what are we going to do? <laughs> I think I saw that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, it's a toughie. Because I feel like Alden's been about education from the beginning, but Gordon didn't get into that until, until later. much later. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Because, like, he made such a career off of, like, being Gordon. Right. You know? It's know. almost in reverse. Like, because yeah. Alden now, not as much on the education side, more a TV persona and as the, the Lex Luthor. Yeah, but Gordon Versus Gordon Ramsay, who literally was famous for fucking yelling at people. No, he was just famous for fucking. For, well, there was. There was that one thing. He has a shitload of kids. Not Yes, he does have a shitload of kids. But when, like, Kitchen Nightmares was first getting off the ground and things mm -hmm. like that, and he was, like, trying to open up his, like, yeah. second restaurant and get missions, there was some British novelist at the time who wrote this steamy fictional book about a fucking hothead chef who was, like, very wherever the fuck Gordon Ramsay's from. You better and track down he, this he, fucking book and, and he, buy it for me for Valentine's he, Day. He yelled as loud as he fucked. And, like, it sold like gangbusters because everyone was like, this is about Gordon Ramsay. This is definitely about Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. And, like, it derailed things for a minute. Like, it was a whole big fucking thing. So he started oh as, a, as a persona and then came around to, Why you know, you get the master class. The fucking There's a whole, I'll, I'll show you the whole fanfare. documentary. It was a whole documentary about, like... I don't like, give a shit about the documentary. I want to read the book. Well, it's a whole documentary about him, like, kind of first blowing up. Yeah, and that, yeah. And that, like, his family's like, hey, you're blowing up because you look like a real asshole. Like, there's like, footage yeah. of you yelling at people and making them cry. You're a big piece of shit. And he's like, I don't know. I'm passionate. I don't know what you want. I'm passionate. Yeah. I'll track down whatever the fuck that book is. Thank you. So you can read the steamy Bye. trash novel about the hot-blooded chef who is, like, a celebrity and fucks real good. Thank you. Yeah. But my point was that Gordon Ramsay started as a personality and became an educator. Yeah. And Alton started as an educator and became a personality. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, this one's really hard. Yeah. Because, like, I love Gordon, but, like, you know, you feel like Alton's, like, a cornerstone. True. I think Alton, in terms of, like, really learning things and, and just being somebody who evolved with a channel, like, he moved mm -hmm. with the... With the, the yeah, yeah. The, the, times but then you look at the gordon ramsay master chef things and the compilations where it's so filthy where he's fucking the chicken yeah oh where like God. somebody cuts together all the times he's describing the chicken and things like that and it just sounds like its own porno novel yeah, of him just being like true. oh you just gotta get it laid open like that and just don't be don't be afraid to get real deep in there you're like jesus christ what am i listening you to? almost slipped into your martin stone which almost is hilarious did. almost yeah. that's the same thing basically <laughs> My my Martin so, Stone, which is also my Jason Statham. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Um, okay, so now I'm confused. So, so Zach, you definitely went Gordon. Yes. So Luna, what was your what's your vote here? Chad is officially done with us. I know, I know. Because no, I'm, having, I'm, I'm, sure. I'm lost now. I'm confused. <laughs> well, that's why I'm just sort of like pandering until I have to answer because right. I don't want to. Um, I do feel like just based on the fact of if you walked up to a random stranger on the street and were like do you know who alton brown is they'd be like huh but if you said do you know who gordon ramsay is they'd be like a fucking course i do your right. fruitcake so like i feel like ultimately gordon became more of the household name mm -hmm. even though i feel like alton has done more for like the chef industry okay yeah 
So I'm going to final answer. Begrudgedly. Begrudgedly quit bullshitting. I'm going to go with Gordon. Okay. I disagree with that one, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, next round, we're getting into the semis here. Uh, two tough ones. We'll start at the top. Uh, Guy Fieri and Emerald Lagasse, the man who started Food Network and basically, like you said, carried it on his back. To, yeah. guy, to the person that's basically carrying it on his back now. Yeah, the man who is Food Network now. Right. I feel like it's still got to be Guy Fieri, though. Like, I hate that it's going to come down to Guy Fieri. Like, I hate that, but I know that in my bones that that's what it's going to come down to. It seems I don't very, even like Guy Fieri that much. It seems very shallow Yeah. to be like, oh, the meme lord, Guy Fieri. But he's a meme lord. But he is the man. Yeah, like, literally everybody under the sun. You're like, oh, yeah, fucking Guy Fieri, of course. Like, I'm sure there's plenty of other TV chefs and personalities nah. who hate the idea. Like, if you were to even float that by of, like, hey, is the biggest impact to pop culture through food, thanks to Guy Fieri, I'm sure, like, Bobby Flay would probably just kill himself in yeah, front of you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Wolfgang Puck would just cry. He would just burst into tears. Um, but I think it's Guy Fieri. I think I got to give it to Guy Fieri. As much as Emerald was so impactful, I got to give it to, to, to Papa Fieri. All right. Well, Guy Fieri moves on to the finals to take on the winner of Anthony Bourdain or Gordon Ramsay. Oh, no. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. We already know that. And here's the thing. They both basically did the same shows. Yeah. Because they both had, like, the travel food show. Yeah, because Gordon's got one now. Yeah. They both yeah, I hate, had I hate Gordon's. I hate Gordon's travel show, though, because it, lo it looks like basically like, well, Anthony Bourdain died, so that's what that, that's what that always looks like when I see that. Yeah, we just stuck Gordon in his place because, uh, sure. There was one episode of the Gordon travel show, though, that I really liked where he went to India. And it was like a big curry episode because mm -hmm. curries are like really big in, in England. Yeah. yeah in yeah. Europe. And like getting the super authentic shit and the spices and stuff mm -hmm. and him just being like, what are we even fucking doing like back home? Like, I thought that was really good. Well, of, like yeah. him just being like, because they go to like some far removed remote thing and somebody's grandmother is like making something and he's like what the fuck is this spice and he's like, i don't know the girls around here they, he's like oh my god like and he took some with him like yeah. so that was it's not all like just copy pasta but eh, yeah it's a little bit uh we know that my vote is for gordon ramsay i made that very clear i literally have a gordon ramsay t-shirt in my closet like, i thought you say a gordon ramsay tattoo i was like bitch when uh it says where's the lamb sauce oh, yeah. across my asshole oh, um good so i'm going for gordon ramsay but i understand that you've got this weird kink uh for uh anthony bourdain fuck yeah like he was the og for me yeah. of like TV chefs I'd like to bone. It was always Anthony it's Bourdain. It's a prestigious title. It's a very specific thing. Yes. <laughs> Subgenre. Yeah. Um, because here's the problem. If I tie it, I know that Chad's going to say Anthony Bourdain. And then mm. Anthony Bourdain is going to win. And then it's going to be fucking Guy Fieri versus Anthony Bourdain. Mm. But if I don't and we go Gordon, then it's Chad's soul's going to die a little. But then we've still got Guy Fieri <laughs> versus Gordon Ramsay. And like. It's rough either way. It's rough either it's way. It's rough going either way. Yeah. Um, By the way, your logic is completely spot on. Right? Thank you. <laughs> just letting you know, your logic is perfectly correct on everything well, a, you just said there. As she as she toils here, yeah, Chad, I want to hear why Bourdain over Ramsey, in your opinion. Um, and it's not like I hate either of them. I it's, it, I I like. Gordon Ramsay, I like a lot of the stuff he did. I don't know. I just feel like, and, and this might just be coming down to complete personal preference in the whole deal, but I just feel like the aura of of Anthony Bourdain versus like what Gordon Ramsay brings to the table, especially on the U.S. side, and maybe that's my biggest problem with Gordon. Might be my one big problem with Gordon Ramsay because you mentioned it earlier. The British version of Kitchen Nightmares and the U.S. version of Kitchen Nightmares is almost two completely different shows. Very true. Yeah. But everything Anthony Bourdain did was 
still, even if the name changed, because at one point he went from No Reservations to he had a travel show on CNN, but it was basically the same damn show um, before he passed away. And it was still quintessentially Anthony. And I, I don't think Anthony ever really like changed himself to, to fit in with what somebody was looking for. And in fact, when they would get him to try to fit in with something that they were trying to do, he would openly like mock it where Gordon Ramsay, I feel like maybe has made a change to gimmick it up a bit more. And you would think Mm -hmm. with us being a, you know, a, a sometimes wrestling podcast that somebody gimmicking, gimmicking it up more would actually get me more interested. But that instance, in this instance, for some reason, it doesn't. I, I prefer the honesty that was Anthony Bourdain. Um, so I guess, well, I guess that was probably you know what? the way. That... That's an excellent point. Um, we've talked about it before mm-hmm. that, like, especially in, like, the Kitchen Nightmares and the 24 Hours to Hell and Back, which is just faster Kitchen Nightmares. Yeah. Um, it's very much a he has figured out, A, obviously that's what the audience wants, uh, but B, especially with the Kitchen Nightmares part, these people, in so many cases, have, like, written into the show kind of up their own ass, and they're expecting that he's going to come in and just by being in and saying, like, yeah, no, the food's great, that that's going to, like, drum up business yeah they're right basically right and so when he gets there and this is and he's like it's nothing to write home about which i think honestly is probably most of his assessment yeah it's but, not that it's dog shit it's just it's not great it's just nothing to write home about yeah. he's like why would i pay money to eat this i could just make this at home kind of thing um but he knows that these owners and these people who are running these restaurants are not going to listen to that if you go hey you know what your beef stroganoff Chef Boyardee could do better. It's not, it's not anything right home about. They're gonna go. Well, uh, fuck him. Fuck him. It's all right. People like it. But if he comes in and he's like, "You fucking asshole!" Like, how dare you make this? Like, mm-hmm. now people are gonna listen. So I do feel like he does gimmick it up. But also in those examples, or in the Hell's Kitchen example, it is definitely for the cameras. But is also, hey, these people kind of think who the hell they are. And I have to say fuck you to them in order to get them to listen. Yeah. Also, we ate at the Gordon Ramsay fish and chip spot in Orlando, and it was surprisingly very fucking good. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That was delightful. And I say surprisingly because I don't fucking like fish, and it was actually very good. Oh, we had shrimp. Yeah, shrimp. Mm-hmm. So, Ugh. who have you decided on? Ash. Ash. Um... Also, as a side note, you know, you've seen those clips from forever ago on TikTok where uh, Bradley Cooper is the chef and he's like getting people's faces. No, there's a clip that like some rich asshole is at a fancy restaurant Mm -hmm. and he makes the waitress cry because he's like being a dick. I think I remember this. Bradley Cooper is in the back as the chef and he's Mm -hmm. like, where's the guy? And then point him out, and he's like, okay, cool. And he goes over and called the guy a piece of shit and then just grabs the tablecloth and just scoops up all the food on the table and just walks away. He's like, you can't eat my restaurant anymore. Get the fuck out of here. That movie, whatever the fuck it is, Mm -hmm. was based on Anthony Bourdain, and Anthony Bourdain picked Bradley Cooper to play him. That's awesome. And that that. launched Bradley Cooper's career. Holy shit, I didn't know that. And that was like his big break. Good for him. Yeah. Well, fuck, that's awesome. But uh, shitty on Gordon Ramsay, though. I know. Uh, that, is, that is a movie called uh, Burnt, by the way, from 2015, I do believe. Here we go. Nice. So. That's awesome. Chad just and, Googled, what the fuck is my co-host talking about? Yeah. And that's okay. And you can, uh, I did not know the movie, so I did want to look it up. Uh, and apparently you can watch it on Pluto TV, interestingly enough. There we nice. go. Well, I feel so. like I'm... Obviously, it's, it's yeah, I am absolutely selling. It's the very hard decision. Um, but if we're going down to brass tacks on just based off, like, get more shows, I guess. I feel like I'm going to have to give it to Gordon. Even yeah, though, like, my heart belongs to Anthony Bourdain. But, yeah, that's <laughs> a, kind of exactly it. Sellout. Yeah, like, he's made his whole career on that, whereas Anthony Bourdain was like, I'm fine to just travel and eat, dude. Like, I'm good. Um, And, like, right, because obviously that was the 
that was his Jamola. Um, so for the, and more so for the sake of having Guy Fieri versus Gordon Ramsay, because I feel like that'll be entertaining also. I'm going to unfortunately have to give this one to Gordon, but it is very begrudged. Okay. Yeah. I just want to be on the record well, how much I love Anthony Bourdain. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Well, then, Luna, you have officially segued me perfectly. Final uh, final round here of the Julia Child Invitational, Guy Fieri versus Gordon Ramsay. Oh, fuck. Um, so I like how I like how she just said that was going to be the finals, but once I read it, still cursed like it was a shock to her. <laughs> well, we'll use that for the. Well, trailer. I feel like I had to hype it. Yeah, you know, we'll like it's still trailer. a big deal. It's the final yeah. one. Like now we have to refight over this again. Like well, let me actually look up fuck. and see how many like shows each of them have currently. Okay, okay, that's a good. That could be a deal breaker. I okay. So over under between the two of them is their total shows. Between the two of them, over. See, I want to say over ten, but I feel like it's definitely going to be over ten between the two of them. Is it going to be over or under twelve? Ooh, good question. Both, okay, both keep... men oh, shows combined uh, above or below twelve. Do you want to Google one and I'll Google the other? Yeah, I'm googling Guy Fieri right okay. now. This can't. Gordon be... Ramsay's already this in my search history. Can't be right. Because Guy Fieri has Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. He has Guy's Grocery Games. He has Chance of a Lifetime that's out right now. That's the show about the, the him picking somebody to run a chicken guy. Well, are we doing uh, are we doing all shows currently running or just in general? Oh, fuck. This is I would say shows. In, yeah. I would say in general. Okay. Um, let me begin here. You ready? Yes. These are the shows that he hosts. I found this on TV Guide. I don't know if that helps. Oh, you. okay. Let me see. Um, oh, no, I found a list on Wikipedia. Okay. okay. Uh, this is just hosting credits. Diners, drives, and diners, drive-ins, and dives. Guys, grocery games. Tournament of champions. Guys, ranch kitchen. Triple D nation. Guys, grocery games. Diners, drive-ins, and dives. Tournament. Guys, ranch feast. Guys, big project. Guys, big bite. Guy and Hunter's European Vacation. Rachel versus Guy, Kids Cook-Off. Rachel, Rachel versus Guy, Celebrity Cook-Off. Tailgate Warriors with Guy Fieri. Minute to win it. Ultimate Recipe Showdown. He fucking co-hosted Regis and Kelly for a little bit. Jesus Christ. Guy Off the Hook. Guy's Family Cruise. Guy's Family Reunion. Guy's Cuban Adventure. Guy Fieri's Roadshow. Yeah, but how many of those were like one-offs though? Like the family reunion well, probably not an ever. Shark Week Guy Fieri's Feeding Frenzy was probably a one-off. <sighs> um Guy's Family Road Trip, which was started in 2017. Well, this is interesting. So Wikipedia has the list of Gordon shows, but then there's also like an audio clip. And I was like, I'm scared to play that. Why is this Gordon Ramsay's voice? I don't know. Um, but here we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nineteen for Gordon. Okay, so this one oh, says twenty-seven for for Fieri, but like you said, I think there's definitely some one-offs here because yeah. like Regis and Kelly is obviously not like a, a standard thing. Yeah. The feeding frenzy is not like a standard thing. So I would say they're probably even. Although, but definitely uh, way, way over 12 for each of them, let alone. Yes, exactly. Let combined. alone combined. Although one of my favorite and probably underrated shows of Gordon's is Hotel Hell. And for the sole fact of the, you get to see Gordon undress a lot in that show. They really did know what the fuck was up with that. Yeah, that was for the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel Hell's not bad. It's yeah. just, it's kitchen nightmares, but for hotels, which exactly. I feel like was, was like a half an idea that he kind of like was like, oh, I'm fucking staying a lot well, of hotels. I was like, I travel so. a lot. Yeah, yeah fuck so you. These places mostly suck. Um, well, and they f both fall under like the quote unquote hospitality umbrella. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, it wasn't like he had a ton of insight on like the architecture and like that. He would just be like, hey, this room sucks. Yeah, or like the fucking wallpapers peeling. Yeah. Fucking fix it. That is my favorite, um, like, oh God, I don't even know what you'd call it, like, habit or, like, fucking just spite of Gordon Ramsay. As any time that something is in disarray or, like, clearly falling apart, he will fuck with it yeah. to just make it 
irreparable. Like, if the wallpaper's coming off, he will just peel the entire sheet. Or, like, if a booth is starting to tear, he will just rip a whole fucking asshole in it because he's yeah. like, fuck you, I'm making this so bad that you can't ignore it. Like, I love that. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, he'll just, like, break shit and be like, oh, yeah. oh fuck me. Oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. What is, oh, God, what is this? And just, like, just ripping shit. You're like, okay, well. Um... I'm going to give it to most pop cultural impact, not most fuckable. Does Guy Fieri have, like, restaurants? Or is his whole base on, like... Yes. Oh, that's true. Does he have any Michelin stars? Oh, that's a great great question. What if he uh, did? His tendies have any Michelin stars? What if it's like he actually has four Michelin stars for his... But, uh, no, Guy actually has, I think... Well, last I looked, he's got something like five or six different restaurants, and I think that's even before Chicken Guy became a, you know, like a chain. Um, but he definitely also, had a place out in California that's kind of what got him noticed originally. Guy Fieri doesn't have any Michelin stars, but he does have one accolade that Gordon Ramsay doesn't have: uh, a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's because he fucking that paid is true. for it. Hey, 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 hey! Come on now. Well, Gordon has had oh, has been awarded 16 Michelin stars overall and currently holds seven. And he's also a Scorpio. He was born on November 8th. Oh, to God. no one's fucking Damn surprise. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he also has a shitload of open restaurants, so that's nice. Although there is something called Gordon Ramsay Plain Food. Yeah, restaurant located within Terminal 5 of Heathrow Airport in London. You're saying airport? That's you Guy Fieri used to work better. for the auto parts maker Flowmaster. Because he is a Flowmaster. That's like a pitchman, yeah. Because yeah. he was fucking what's his face? He was the OxyClean guy of fucking car parts. What's his name? He doesn't Billy like Mays. Thank you. I'm like, what is the man's name? He was doing cocaine. <laughs> Billy Mays for Billy Mays for cocaine. Which Billy Mays' son is allegedly on TikTok and keeps finding, like, outtakes from the commercials of his dad. It's amazing. Also, Guy Fieri doesn't like eggs. Fuck eggs. Yes. I did know that. Uh, I was when watching I was... entirely too much Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. <laughs> I was Anthony Bourdain. He hated McDonald's chicken nuggets, right. but he was a fan of Popeye's. I Makes think sense. Was. Yeah. Also, Guy Fieri was inducted into the Barbecue Hall of Fame in 2012. That's not even Gordon real. Gordon Ramsay ain't in there. It's not a real thing. He also owns peacocks and goats. I learned recently, by the way, it is not illegal for you to eat a peacock. Weird. Well, with that, uh, <laughs> we're going to eat some peacock. It is illegal for you to fuck one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm going to give it to Guy Fieri. What? Pop culturally, you can buy a lot of Guy Fieri meme shirts, and there's not really much in the way of Gordon Ramsay. What? How dare you? He's saying, show me a good Where's the Lamb Sauce shirt. This is saying. treason! You have a shirt that says it's raw! That's not really a meme. That's a meme! There was a whole, no, 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 there's been a whole meme subculture about how raw it is, or like how him describing food, like it's so salty that the fucking Winchesters beat ghosts off with it, like there's been a whole (laughs) meme culture about that. Mm, I don't remember that. Oh, you're a whore, how dare you? (laughs) You're a whore. I cannot believe you right now. Gordon! Okay, so so you're leaving leaving it for me to break this tie then in the finals here. Okay. Uh, ride or die for goddamn Gordon Ramsay. I cannot believe you fucking jump ship to Guy Fieri. I don't even know who you are right now. <laughs> Again, we're going to have to nix the Chef Boyardee for redoing our vows, and now we're going to have to have a Chef Boyardee charcuterie for our divorce party. <laughs> Fuck. Well, again, I have three posters on my wall. <laughs> Alan That's Brown, very true. Anthony Bourdain. And Guy Fieri, Guy Fieri totally, totally gets the win on that one for me. So, Damn it. So Guy Fieri goes on and wins the <laughs> Julia Child. Julia Child is rolling over at her grave. No, right are you kidding me? She would be like, yes, yes, he's quite uh, loud and his shirts are <laughs> very interesting. He likes barbecue sauce on many things. On titties. That's right. 
So okay. oh, I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> what? Uh, so to end it all off here, uh, what is your uh, one kind of uh, favorite, like not favorite, maybe a cooking show I didn't we didn't mention on here, or what's the uh, what's the hidden show that you that you do like to watch from time? I am to time? surprised we didn't talk about Malta Mario. Mario okay. Batoli, uh because he was definitely selling out for a while. He had his own pasta sauce oh, yeah. and all that shit. I, I did used to like watching his show, too. I won't lie. It's re he really just seemed like a less charismatic Emerald Legacy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What other shows are we missing? Uh, well, well, let me give a rec let me give a recommendation here because Alton made it uh, fairly far here. Alton Brown for a little while, and I think it's on Discovery, so I'll, I'll have to look it up. It's on Discovery Plus. Uh, did a interestingly enough did his own travel show for a little while called Feasting on Asphalt, uh, where it's Feasting the small on crew. Ass. Uh, where it's him and a small crew, uh, and he's riding his motorcycle. Um, like he's got some, this big motorcycle trip that he does and he stops it, but he doesn't, he, uh, they purposely don't get on any highways, uh, oh, okay. throughout the trip. And they, he stops at a bunch of like small local places. It's actually a pretty, a pretty fun one to watch. So if you get to watch that, um, also you had mentioned Pluto TV earlier, Pluto TV, uh, while also having a Gordon Ramsay channel also has an America's test kitchen channel which okay. is even nerdier than like Alton's original stuff. Um, but it tended like it's um, from the, from the pages of um, what is it uh, like cooking illustrated magazine or something like that. But they uh, like super test like recipes by changing, you know, like how do they cook it? How long do we cook it? What temperature do we use? How do we put the, to try to find like the perfect version of a, particular recipe and usually i find that one very interesting oh, as well interesting. Like super nerdy but yeah if you've got pluto tv look that one up that's a nice. that's a fun one i do like uh, i do like uh america's test kitchen so yes yeah, so, yeah, because i mean like uh i feel like we covered the ones that i love most like we obviously talked about good eats and mm -hmm. all of the gordon shows and stuff like that like i don't know that there's anything that was like I mean, we talked obviously about like Iron Chef because that would have been like the OG for me. But um, I never watched that much Iron Chef. Like I got the gimmick of it now, uh -huh. but I think it's pretty clear by my performance yeah. in this oh, bracket yeah, that I sure. did not watch a lot of Iron Chef. The no. chairman of Iron Chef was on an episode of Stargate Atlantis. He played a bad guy. Uh, which, speaking of Stargate Atlantis, oh, no, coming soon to the IndieCast, Luna's going to be giving her, like, big PowerPoint presentation on Stargate Atlantis. Why am I doing that? Because after, I don't know, 30-some-odd years, you are finally <laughs> finishing the show. Okay, so I've got this weird thing. I've got a lot of weird things. Okay. One of my weird things is when I really enjoy something, I don't want to finish it. It happens with games, with movie, not movies so much, because like you can watch a movie in one sitting and fuck you. But uh, like shows, if I really like a show, I don't want to watch the end of it because I'm going to be disappointed that it's over. I have done this. I mean, the end of Supernatural was terrible anyway. So I stopped it about season four, 13, 14 anyway, just because the show got bad. But I adore Stargate Atlantis, which is a sci-fi spinoff of the show Stargate SG-1, which was fantastic. Which is a spinoff of... The Stargate movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, Richard Dean Anderson and SG-1. Phenomenal. 10 out of 10. Love that man. Um, but I adore Atlantis. And so for years, and I mean, like, since high school, I've never finished the show. Like, I will rewatch it, and then I will get about halfway through season five, and I go, that's it. I'm good, because I don't I don't want to see how this ends. So I'm finally, like, four episodes away from finishing this series for the very first time. Um, and so now Zach has been pop quizzing me about it. Yeah. She's been wiling out with uh, Stargate Atlantis. So yeah. that will be in the near future of this show. Oh, maybe I, uh, like a sci-fi bracket. Perhaps. Definitely. Perhaps. Uh, can we say it for the record? I have never seen uh, uh, anything Stargate-related, uh, movie or TV shows. Never seen any of them. Okay. Uh, also can uh, state for the record that you and me have a very similar uh, situation here. Uh, I have purposely never seen the last two episodes of House. Because oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't want to. I did not want to believe it was ending. Same. So yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that completely. So I mm. had to stop watching House though, like one because of the I can't finish it thing, but also because now I'm paranoid that everything is wrong with me and I'm going to die at any moment. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Hmm. So you're both mentally ill, and oh, I watch. 100%. I finish shows like a like a big boy. So cool. Yeah. Uh, Fuck you. 
yeah, 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 no, that'd be really fun. Or if we, like, go through and force ourselves to finish watching it and then, like, have the retrospective of, like, okay, I forced myself to watch that. That's true, that's true. If we all come to the table with, like, okay, now I finished a thing I never was going to finish. Here's how I feel about it. Mm -hmm. That's true. All right. Yeah, yeah. The um, the original Stargate movie is okay. Like it's a little hokey because like they were just sort of like feeling out the um the concept of it. Um, but SG one is really great. Um, you know, for sci fi stuff, obviously, if you're into that sort of thing. Um, but one of my favorite aspects of it is that the a lot of the alien beings that they come into contact with are named after Egyptian gods because the gimmick is like they help build the pyramids and shit so like of course you it know ties back in. there really is somebody named Ra, but it happened to be like a fucking alien instead of a god um and then atlantis obviously as they discover you know what they consider what the ancients considered atlant what atlantis was um and it's just a lot of fun you know just your run-of-the-mill sci-fi goofiness but monster um, the week of sci-fi shows kind of thing oh totally yeah, yeah. but very good highly recommend so it. there there's your teaser yeah. uh, if you haven't watched it what streaming service is it on hulu it's on Hulu. You can start catching up now. Mm-hmm. And uh, and yeah, so we've, I'm sure, made plenty of people angry. Oh, totally. Uh, including some people on this show. Write us some <laughs> Swedish Bork Bork letters with your anger. There you go. So uh, from all of us here at the IndieCast, I think we're all just saying... If bork you, Bork. If you don't agree with us, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. If you don't agree with me, we're getting a divorce. There you go. Yeah. Bork Bork.